Uh, we have our weekly check-in here on the Harbor One Hotline with Dan Orlovsky. He's brought to you by Corcoran and Havlin Insurance. Visit chinsurance.com to learn more. And by Wise Snacks. Wise Snacks is giving away 100 authentic pro football jerseys. You can go to wisegameday.com today for your opportunity to win. Dan Orlovsky, how are we doing this week? I'm doing good. How are you guys? We're doing well. We were kicking around uh, a few items before the show, and it is sweet. Uh, <laughs> I'm curious, when you look at all the vacancies, Dan, uh, Seattle yep. now among them, if the New England job were to open, and you're someone who's been open about being interested in, in coaching in the past, you're someone who has connections throughout the league, what's your view on how attractive the New England job would be compared to Seattle, Vegas, Washington, Carolina, Atlanta, et cetera, et cetera. Where, where would they stack up with those vacancies? Yeah, I would probably put it just ahead of Carolina. And that would be a, a little bit just because, um, you know, Carolina is so depleted right now when it comes to resources to rebuild the team after the Bryce trade. Um, you know, obviously New England having the third pick is something that is enticing. Uh, but with the, re- the the talent that's on that roster right now, and, and even more so the offensive talent that's on the roster, the Chargers is better, Atlanta is better, and you have a lesser division. Um, Seattle's better. So I, I think the only job that I would probably place that I, I wouldn't say is is a better situation is, is Carolina. How about Washington? Washington's just so intriguing because – Obviously, the second pick of the NFL draft, so you're guaranteed one of those two quarterbacks. Um, you're not at three. Those receivers that they have on the perimeter are fantastic players. Um, you know, defensively, they're going to have to rebuild some of their stuff. And with new ownership, I'd, I would imagine that new ownership wants to go in and kind of redo everything attached to that organization stadium um name brand so you're going to get a obviously new england is well established in that regard but i think you could kind of put your own fingerprints on that stuff josh mcdaniels was in the building on sunday for the final patriots game and his name has been attached to the possibility of coming back here maybe in some kind of quarterback coaching role do you think that that is a good move regardless of whoever is the head coach here or the GM here? Would he be a good addition in a way to bring back if you are bringing in a rookie quarterback? Yeah, Josh is a really good offensive mind. So anytime you have good offensive minds around, any quarterback, let alone a young one, is meaningful. So, you know, indifferent of who the head coach is, if Josh has an interest of being there, and you have another set of eyes, whether he's in a coordinator role or a quarterback coach role. Like, Josh, whatever you want to say about Josh McDaniels and, and his success as a head coach, like he's a, he's a very smart offensive football mind, obviously a smart quarterback-centric offensive mind. So there's always positive having those guys around. Dan, the uh, Seattle Seahawks letting go. Well, not letting go. He's still there, I guess, with uh, with Pete Carroll, not the head coach anymore. For a long time, we've heard that Kraft's trying to come up with an elegant solution for Bill Belichick. Did Seattle maybe just give him a hint towards one? Yeah, to, to be able to continue to be a part of the organization, but maybe you know have some different form of an everyday leadership is, is what sounds like Seattle has decided to do. Um, here, here's the thing. I, it would have to be because Coach Belichick or he would have to be willing to not want to coach anymore. It doesn't sound like that. You know, when, when you hear him after the game 
And again, like the tape is what the tape is. The defense played really good football for most of their games. Um, it, you hear him after the game say, I put everything I could into getting ready for this week. Um, it, it sounds like he wants the opportunity to continue to coach. I also don't know how many organizations would have, um, I, I guess, jumped at getting Pete Carroll. I think there's going to be plenty of organizations that would jump at at least the chance to talk to Coach Belichick. Okay. You think Bill is out? I do. I, I, I have felt that way. Now, I, I, I think the reality for New England is this. There's, they're 12-22 and 22 in their last two seasons. The only three places that are worse in that span are Chicago, Carolina, and Arizona. Like the, the New England Patriots are associated win-loss-wise over the last two years with those three organizations. That's abnormal. So I think it's, um, while difficult to comprehend, change has to happen. Um, and I think it's going to happen at head coach, yes. So who's replacing him? You buying the, uh, the, the Vrabel linkage? I mean, it makes sense. You know, they're not going to be the only people interested in Mike Vrabel. I know that. Um, I, from what you, you kind of take in when people say stuff, you know, if they, they changed, it would make sense. If they changed Gerard Mayo, it sounds like, you know, he, he's been somebody that's been on a lot of people's radars for a long time. Um, you know, Mina Khan's made this point on live yesterday. Like, it's a really deep pool of pretty successful coaches um, if, if they move on from Coach Belichick. Vrabel, obviously, being at the forefront. Jim Harbaugh, potentially being in that conversation. Ben Johnson, um, the offensive coordinator for the Lions. So, it's a really accomplished group if they decide to move on. And they'll have, obviously, a pretty high decision. And I think the, who that person is is going to depend on what they want to do at three in part. You know, um, you might get a coach that says, who knows? Like Mac, you know, Ben Jones might sit there and go, "Oh my gosh, I love Mac Jones." People yeah. might think he's crazy, yeah. um, but he might, or he, you know, might get a coach and sit there and says, "Mac Jones, the worst player in the league. I want to draft a quarterback." When we see names like Pete Carroll, and he may sounds like he may stay with the Seahawks, but if he decides he wants to go out there and coach somewhere else, and Bill Belichick is cut loose and goes to coach somewhere else, when we have these big names now that are going to be on the market, do you think it lessens the possibility that somebody like Ben Johnson or Frank Smith or Slowick, um, some of these really highly regarded offensive coordinators, that they would jump to a head coaching job simply because there's experienced head coaches out on the market? Uh, no, you know, I, I don't think Coach Carroll is leaving Seattle. I don't, you know, I, I really don't. Um, I think that, you know, you only get so many opportunities to go be a head coach in the NFL, uh, not only for that opportunity, um, but also for the financial ramifications of it. So I think a lot of these coordinators, are you asking that question in relation to the individual coordinator or teams? Uh, I guess just the availability, like the, you were talking about the how deep it's going to be in terms of the number of coaches that will be available for these vacancies. I'm wondering if it starts to look like somebody like Ben Johnson, who's really been such a hot name, starts to fall down the chart in terms of, you know, desirable candidates um, because of his lack of experience. No, I mean, they, like we could speak truth about situations as well. Like you got to know what you're getting yourself into. You know, when you hire Jim Harbaugh, if he decides to go to the NFL, his track record says that, like, on an everyday basis, it could get – it could wear on you. Um, 
that's part of the reason why he ended up leaving San Francisco. If you, you know, talk about Mike Vrabel, you know, one of the reports or some of the reports coming out of Tennessee was, you know, that his bluntness on an everyday basis was a little bit overwhelming for people. So maybe you as an organization or a drum manager or owners doesn't want to deal with that. You still might think he's a great coach, but you don't want to have to deal with that on a day-to-day basis. Obviously coach Belichick is well renowned for how he goes about his day-to-day, you know, process and preparation. You as an organization may be like, Nope, I don't want that. I want something newer or fresher or younger. So I think that you know, just because there's a deep pool doesn't mean that you might think lesser of another option. Dan, are there any playoff teams that you think may be looking for a new coach if they get knocked out? Um, I, I guess you could say I, I think it's unbelievably unlikely, but if Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys just stink the joint up this weekend um, or he has another like in-game situational clock management gas. You could, you could sit there and, and see it three straight years of 12 win seasons is tough to over, you know, overlook. And then also, you know, what's going on with Philadelphia. Again, I don't think it's likely that they decide to do something with Nick Sirianni, but if they go down to Tampa and lose and they finish and play poorly, which they have and lose six out of seven and, you know, I don't. Again, I don't think you can sit there and say let's go into twenty twenty four as is. Um, so it may not be a, a Sirianni thing, as maybe some coordinators, but um, I think those are two of the, I guess, the, the likeliest. Not McDermott. No, Buffalo's number two seed. No, I know, but I'm saying if they if, if they, they lose, if they, they, they have a, if they have a bad loss, you think he's safe? Oh yeah, with what he's gone through this year with injuries and whatnot, yeah. Okay, McDermott's safe. Keep an eye on Sirianni. Keep an eye on McCarthy, also the two-seed in the NFC. Uh, Dan Orlovsky, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. All right, Dan Orlovsky joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. As all of our guests, uh, interesting, interesting, when it comes to uh, buying into the Vrabel hype, he thinks Bill is done. Uh, He seems sold that Pete Carroll is done, by the way, as a side topic. We can get into all of it, 617-779-7937, and we'll do that next.